liftoff and the clock has started. Pixel Life, this is episode 201, recording July 25th, 2022. My name is Zach Anderson. This week, we are going to be deep diving into all of the hot goss and news from San Diego Comic-Con from our man on the streets, Justin Conman Carter. Justin, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I was, I got back to Phoenix at about 11-ish last night so i i made sure i had today off of work because i knew i would be balls tired smart. Yep. So I woke up at 9 a.m and i was like oh my god so <laughs> glad i don't have to go to work today and then proceeded to had do a week's worth of laundry and, yeah, i was uh, gonna say the grand laundry starts yeah i had to unpack everything and everything was just kind of piled in the laundry room from when i got home last night so i had to actually put everything away and straighten up the house and stuff but you know, I had, I had a, overall, it was a pretty good trip. Um, our, <laughs> our, uh, hotel was kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was, that was surprising. Uh, so <laughs> we had, um, <laughs> surprising, eh? Well, because I, I did, I'll be real. I did nothing for this trip. I mean, I helped Matt show shrimp fried Matt show boss mm-hmm. battle and stuff but in terms of like booking the hotel, like paying for shit like matt handled everything which was nice like i didn't pay for com i only thing i paid for at comic-con was my gifts and shit that i bought but like i didn't pay to get into comic-con i didn't pay for the hotel ubers food like none of that shit matt handled everything which was nice but he handled booking the hotel and we get in there and there's like it was a this hotel had three beds which i i've never seen before Awkward. Okay. Yeah, it was okay. weird. I mean, you kind of just walk in, and it's just three beds, and then a bathroom, and whatever, and like a little TV on the wall, which is fine. But the uh, like our bed, the one that me and Matt stayed in, like the comforter was like torn up, like oh, in the no. middle, which was weird, and had like blood on it. What? <laughs> like, that would already like set the mood for. I'm like, dude, did someone yeah. get fucking? in here right like do you, you just like walk into a crime scene what the hell just happened Dude, so much weird shit happened. so it's like that already like set the mood for this uh-huh. fucking hotel and then every night there was like a menu slipped under our door for this place that was both a pizza place and a mexican food place okay. same phone number same name it was called like batero whatever and they're like, oh, we'll deliver right to your room and like whatever. And I was like, okay, well, what are the reviews for this place? This does not exist. Like on Google Maps, did not exist. Oh. Even just Googling it, just Googling the Super name of the place, sketchy. nothing, nothing came up for it. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? So I called the number and uh-huh. some dude answers. He's like, Otero Mexico Pizza. And I just immediately hung up. I'm like, this dude has my number. He's going to come fucking kill us. <laughs> yeah, like, why did you call I, it? Because I wanted to see it. I'm like, is this a real place? This because is how fucking horror movies start, Justin. I know. I, know. I was like, I is this? I didn't, wasn't even sure if it was a legit thing or not. But we got like three or four of these menus. And then the Coupe de Gras over mm-hmm. everything was one night. It was about 2 a.m. And... 
Matt, I don't know what happened. He's never sleepwalked before or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I woke up to, because it was me, Matt, Jess, and then PJ. And Jess was in the middle bed. Me and Matt were on the end bed, and then PJ was on the other one. And I guess Matt was, like, snoring really loud in his sleep. And Jess was like, Matt, 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 to try and get him to quit yeah. snoring. And I guess she, like, went to, like, hit him to kind of, like, wake him up to get him to yeah. quit snoring. And in his sleep, he, like, death grabbed her arm and, like, would not let go. And she tried to, like, go limp because pulling away was just tightening the grip. So she was trying to, like, go limp to get him to let go. And I guess he, like, got up out of the bed and she, like, blood-curdling screamed, Matt, at, like, at the top of her lungs. And that apparently scared Matt awake. And he woke up screaming. As he's like standing up, and PJ flips on the light, and I wake up, my heart is out yeah, of my yeah. chest. Because I was gonna say, every, everyone's up now, so yeah, because all I heard, like, she screamed, Matt, and then I wake up, and it's him yelling, but it's dark, and all I see is someone like standing kind of like over Jess. I thought someone like broke in and was like murdering. There's a Mexican Jess. pizza bandit, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you know, the lights come on, I realize it's just Matt, and I'm like, dude, what the fuck's going And Matt has no idea like what's even happening. So he's like crying, like freaking out because he has no idea why he's even standing up. And I'm like, Holy dude, I, I don't know what the fuck. Like, and it was just dead silent. Like there was, then everyone like wow. went to the bathroom and like sat in there for like 40 minutes to try and figure out what happened. I'm laying there pretending to sleep because I'm like, dude, I don't want to fucking deal with whatever this wow. is. And then it rolled over to the next day. And we made a joke and I was like, dude, the fucking shadow man came and tried to like take Matt away. That's hilarious, dude. Like, holy crap. That's insane. Um, yeah, no, you you got straight up haunted. Like, haunted, <laughs> haunted hotel room. Like, this is, like, did a, did a black phone appear on the wall and all of a sudden start reading, ringing? Or, like, what happened? Dude, it was I was actually really surprised, too, because our room was right above the front office. I'm surprised wow. no one came up. No one compla- came up and complained. Or, like, with all the screaming and yelling. Bro. Bro, your room had a shredded comforter with blood stains on. No one was coming. That's no what I'm one saying. Is I think they booked that room on purpose, and we were the offering for the Shadow Man, yeah. and it didn't go as planned. So now, whoever stays in room two fourteen next, watch out. Oh no, now Shadow Man! Shadow Man hasn't fed. No, I'm 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 sure lots of people have uh, checked in and not checked out of that place <laughs> uh, over the years. Um, Dude, and then we got, oh, I was just like, real quick, we got an Uber the one night too back to the hotel. Uber driver straight up ran a red light. Like, did not, did not give two shits. Like, uh, we were approaching the red light and I realized we were not slowing down. And it was like, at that point, I was like, yeah, we're not breaking for this red light. And he just went right on through it. And luckily, you know, it was like 1130 at night and there was like nobody out on the road in that area, which I'm hoping he saw that. But at the same time, it was still like he's talking to us and like as he's talking, doesn't break a beat as this happens. And as we go through the red light, we're all kind of like looking at each other. (laughs) that This really just happened. Oh, man. That's insane. Um so yes, uh, as you can tell, uh, one Shannon Moore is not with us this week. Uh, he is missed, but we are going to continue with, uh, it was kind of a light video game news, but boy, boy, was there a lot of movie news, uh, and, and shows and so on and so forth coming from San Diego comic-con. So me and Justin 
are prepared to dive into all that after he mortgaged his house to pay for magic cards. Um, yeah. Did you like that $34,000 black Lotus? That, that guy's prices skewed very high. I will. I, I appreciate, I appreciate someone big game hunting, but like, come on, bro. No one's paying that. Yeah, it is very high, but it's also, I I get that. It's also an 8.5, which is very like finding a black Lotus in decent condition is very rare since it comes from the era of people playing unsleeved magic and bridge shuffling their cards together with rubber bands and shit like that. So even ones that are like a four or three, you Jesus, know, sell just, for just 15,000. Just at me next time, Justin. <laughs> just because I used to have like moxes in my deck held together with rubber bands. Like you don't got to come at me that hard like that, bro. Yeah, I know. I saw you talking about the dual islands that were 750. Yeah. That's stupid. I'm sorry. That's just stupid. Like they're not <laughs> worth that much. Like they're just not. Uh, I do have, I do still have seven or eight of those different ones so floating around or somewhere you gotta take them to comic-con <laughs> i know i know what, what what i my next question would be did you see anyone actually buying one because that no. would be the thing it's like when you always see those things on ebay it's like oh if you look it up on ebay it's like 500 dollars. yeah is anyone buying them no yeah no one the, o- the only thing i bought from the magic dude was it was cool getting to see all the old packs like they had that stuff was cool. all that the way was- back like, uh, so that was really cool to see, but I picked Megan up a booster pack of Amonkhet and Hour of Devastation because those are like two of her favorite sets and they're like a little older. So it's like, you know, most magic stores don't really like just have that shit available. So it's cool. I love that there's all these like crazy old sets that are worth hella money. And then there's like a pack of Ice Age and it's like $7. Yeah. You know? Like it was like, oh, poor Ice Age. Well, it's cause you know, it's like as soon as you open... That pack, you lost your seven dollars. Yeah. <laughs> what was well? I mean, yeah. I mean, what's the most expensive card out there? Like Jester's Cap, and that's only worth like twenty bucks or something like that. But yeah, it's like your odds of opening something and pull, pulling it to make your money back are slim to none. All right, quick magic trivia time. What was the last set to have the original booster style packaging? The last one. Hmm. Oh man! From the like uh, unlimited and revised look, like they all had a look. I'm trying to think because I know uh, I want. I want to say Dragon's Maze. Oh, way before that. Way uh, yeah, before. I I know. I'm. <laughs> I'm sorry to disappoint you. So, I don't know what it is. So Ice Age was the first set to have its own like artwork on the outside. Mm-hmm. look to them all of them had uh, a plain like beige or color background with like a stylized wording across them and the last one to have that was fallen empire Oof. so you know wouldn't go arabian nights and antiquities and uh let legend legends legends yeah. and then the dark and then fallen empire and then after that they changed started changing them up so they look different every time but yeah, man. Now I, now I know for yep. Now I know for next time. And I remember when Ice Age came out, and everyone was like, "These packs look like shit. What is this?" Because <laughs> everyone like they changed them. What the heck? <sighs> but yes, good times. Um. Well, should we? Let, okay, so we're going to talk a ton of Marvel stuff here. 
but I kind of want to get the other stuff out of the way first. What do you think about that? I am totally down for that. Okay. What was your favorite non-Marvel thing that you saw? I mean, the, the biggest thing I'm probably hyped for that was non-Marvel is has to be John Wick for it. Hell yeah. Like, I love my boy John Wick. Like, the fact that, you know, it, I know it got pushed back because of COVID and stuff like that. And the fact that, you know, it's coming out now next year. Extremely excited. Oh, the, the teaser trailer where just, you know, it's action cut to him, like, punching the board. Action cut to him, punching the board. Action. And then uh, uh, Lawrence Fishburne's character, I forget what his name is, King of the something. Yeah, King of, like, the underground. Yeah, it just holds up the black suit. Are you ready, John? And you get the slow, yeah. It's like, hell yeah, I am. I am so ready. Let's do this. Uh, the hype levels. The hype levels were high for that trailer. I mean, like, I, I kind of want to rewatch all of them now, but I have a feeling because how does three end? Three ends with like, because two well, ends with everyone hunting him. Yeah, two right? ends with everyone hunting him, and then three begins right where two ended, where he's about to go get blacklisted or whatever, so yeah. that people can hunt him. And then it ends with him holding up in the Continental because the Continental got shut down or whatever. So then they people come in to try and like because they refuse to evacuate the Continental and they hold their ground and take everyone out against the high table. And then John at the very end fakes his death or whatever off right, the side right, of that building yeah. to so that they'll let the Continental go or whatever. And they it's realize like Win- it was like Winston shoots him. Right. Yeah, yeah, he shoots him and he falls off the side, and the chick kind of looks in the alley, and his body's not there or whatever, so he's gone. But, but that was the. I remember talking to you after three. That was the theory what, that we had was like he let Winston shoot him so Winston wouldn't catch any flack. Like, yeah, like oh no, Winston was trying to help the table. Like yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, because then at the very end, the king of the underground dude has John or whatever in the shot, and his face is all fucked up, and he's like bleeding. He's like you want revenge or whatever he's like yeah and then that's how mm-hmm. it ended so then now they're going after the high table in this one fuck i'm all fired up again i want to watch that shit like right now let's stop recording and go watch Jeff. <laughs> um <laughs> i love that movie uh or that series i should say uh so the the other one that surprised me i was i was shocked with how into it i was shazam the Shazam sequel like that that shit looked fire dude like it was it was rad I thought it was funny that in the uh when he's sitting there talking about yeah you know there's people there's guy who's really fast and it shows the flash but they won't show his face now because of all the shit with Ezra yeah, Miller yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's intentionally cut off there's already another guy in a red suit with a lightning bolt on his chest to like right. yeah, but that that whole thing had me thinking like you know what DC has the answer staring him in the face treat shazam like your iron man build around that franchise like go off from that you know like those movies are so fun and they're so enjoyable and like so capture the energy of the comic so well Mm -hmm. well the first one did i'm assuming the second one's gonna follow in its footsteps by the trailer and it's like that's like forget the snyder verse dark brooding bullshit like 
just keep building off that. Keep throwing DC characters into that world. You know, like spin off. Like you've got Black Adam coming. There's a spinoff. And like you can keep you can keep going with that. I think I think that's well, a roadmap that DC could do. It's funny because they kind of have to since you know they don't have Henry Cavill as Superman anymore. They don't have mm-hmm. Ben Affleck as Batman anymore. Ezra Miller's fell to the wayside. The last Wonder Woman movie tanked. They don't have Cyclops anymore or Cyborg. My bad. They don't. Have, <laughs> they don't well, they don't have Cyclops either. Yeah. Um, they don't have cyborg anymore. And then, you know, we don't even know what the fuck's going on with Aquaman too. Like mm-hmm. since the whole Amber Heard trial thing, like where, where that's going to be on the country room floor, or what they're fucking doing with that. Oh, as long as you got Momoa, you could do it, you know, like, that's well, yeah, the, I mean, they can like, do it, but it's just one of those things because of the whole, you know, if they cut her part entirely, people are going to be pissed off. If they leave her in, people are going to be pissed off. So it's just, there's going to be, there's discourse around it either way because of anything that goes on with it. So I I just thought of this, but you saw that after the Amber Heard trial, uh, Disney threw a bunch of money at Johnny Depp to do another Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Um, Do you think in that movie, we get a, a Aquaman shade scene? Like, do you think there's going to be some like, little under underhanded Aquaman slander happening in that movie. That would see, be pretty funny. I could see a line or two where they were just <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do? Go talk to the fish or something like, you know, like I can see something like that. That'd be pretty good. It's like, what are you a fish man? <laughs> <laughs> what are you a water man? Um, but yeah, so that Shazam surprised the hell out of me. I was, I was super jazzed about that. Um, what about some of the anime crap that they announced? I saw like there was a bunch of Avatar stuff, and yeah, that? apparently we're getting a sequel, like a sequel, like a movie thing for Avatar that actually has Aang as an adult, and we're also getting an anime called I think it's also called Berserk or something with Keanu Reeves. Hmm. Okay. Very cool. Um, I'm trying to think what else animation wise and stuff. I mean, I watched the show Smiling Friends, and they announced that they're getting a special that Smiling Friends go to Brazil, <laughs> which is so random. But I'm like, all right, all right what, I'm interested. What, what is Smiling Friends? I don't even know what that is. Oh, man. It's on HBO Max. It's an adult swim show where it's about these two dudes who they live in a giant smiling head as like a building, okay. and their job is they get hired to go places to bring smiles to people or whatever they get like exported to make them happy or whatever. And that's like their mission. And in the very first episode, they go to this guy, Clarence's house and he has a fucking gun to his head. And he's like, I'm going to kill myself. So the dark dude, he's like, dude, this guy's a lost cause. He's like, no, 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 Charlie, we're going to show him around and have a good time. So they like take them all around to all these different places, like an amusement park and whatever. And like nothing makes him happy. And then at the end of the episode, he like shoots this little weird rat looking thing with his gun instead of himself. And he finds joy in that. And then he creates like an exterminator business where they'll come to like your house and like shoot the shit out of these little infestation rat things. And they're like, look, we did it. We saved them. (laughs) But it's like so weird. And they have some like Gilbert Gottfried does the voice of God. In season one, and then they have the angry video game nerd is the voice R- of Satan. R.I.P. Gilbert Godfrey. R.I.P. Yeah, yeah, he's not going to be doing God's voice in season two, but it was a. Uh, 
but no, it's very, I highly recommend it. It's one of the like better, I think new adult swim shows. Um, speaking of, uh, random ass shows, uh, well, this one's a movie, but dungeons and dragons honor among thieves with Chris <laughs> Klein. What or Chris Pine? Sorry. Klein's the other one. Um, what the, what the hell? Like what the, it's like, Someone watched Thor Ragnarok and went, hey, we could do that. Why don't, yeah. why don't we do that? And I mean, it kind of looks rad. I mean, Michelle Rodriguez is basically Valkyrie in it, which is weird. But um, I don't know. Like Chris Pine is a bard and Michelle Rodriguez is a barbarian. And, you know, they're, they're going around on an adventure. Like Hugh Grant's in this movie for some reason. Like, what the hell? I'm like wondering if like how D and D it's really gonna be. And so like I'm wondering if like you know they'll sit there and like end up hitting like cutting a monster's head off or something. And it's like does the Mortal Kombat thing where he's like, oh, dude's a critical hit or like, <laughs> something like that. That'd be so great. <laughs> or like, or they have to roll a bunch of rocks down the hill, and it's like, how many did you roll? I rolled twenty. You know, like, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. It was funny at Comic Con they had this one bar in the outside area of comic-con like mm-hmm. set up like a tavern and it was D the guild among thieves or whatever tavern where you could come in and do drinks and whatever and we wanted to go check it out but the line was so insanely long and yeah. it was only open from like 12 to 8 and at the time it was like 5 30 or something like this We're like no I'm like we'll we'll skip out on that um but they, they were promoting the hell out of it at comic-con though so I guess we should move into some of the Marvel stuff, huh? 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 I'm down to talk some Marvel. Well, before we get to Marvel, there was one other thing I wanted to talk about. Just And this is just me being a total nerd that loves this shit. But, uh, hey, you know, it's it's missing the main player. But uh, you know what I'm going to watch the, the living fuck out of, Justin? What? National Treasure, Edge of History. Oh, yeah, buddy, the new Disney Plus series based on the National Treasure universe. Hell yeah. I am in. National Treasure movies are so, like, my guilty pleasures. I love those movies. Like, not they're not even guilty. They're, they're just pleasures. That first National Treasure, stealing the Declaration of Independence. Fantastic. Fantastic, Justin. Well, it's like, I know for the longest time, Nicolas Cage was talking about doing a third one, and I don't know mm-hmm. what happened, but I know it kind of got shelved or something happened to where it just ended up not. I think Disney had issues with like the script or something like that, and it just kind of fell to the wayside. And I remember Nicolas Cage kind of became like a toxic figure in Hollywood for a little while there. Like he rebounded nicely, but there was a, there was five or six years there where no one was working with Nicolas Cage for, for a hot minute, you know? Yeah, he kind of got low-key blacklisted out of Hollywood. Yeah. But, uh, yep, it's it's a bit of a reboot, but uh, Harvey Keitel is supposed to be back in there, and, uh, and yeah, it's going to be following, uh, I'm guessing it's someone from the Bloodline doing some more, like, Laura Croft, Tomb Raidering, American style, but, yeah, I'm down. Down. It's gonna be like Uncharted, where it's like their daughter or something like that yeah. carrying on the I'm, legacy. I'm a sucker for it. I have no problem admitting it. I'm super down. Um, oh, did you also see? Totally random. Did you also see they're making another Teen Wolf movie? 
Dude, so there was advertisements for that like on the side of buildings and stuff around Comic-Con. And I'm like sitting there, I'm like, dude, the, the dude who played Teen Wolf is like probably 40 at this point. Oh, like, uh, which time? Because Michael J. Fox is old as hell. That was the original Teen Wolf. I was talking like the MTV show oh, Teen okay. Wolf or whatever, which is, I think, I think that's what this one is for. I don't really know, but it's still, it hasn't been a thing in forever. And I'm like, dude, all those, I was like, all those cougars, you know, wait, wait, craving that Teen Wolf. Dude, the first, uh, the first two Teen Wolves were Michael J. Fox, who's 61, and Jason Bateman, who's 53. So, yeah. <laughs> been it's been I, a minute it's a property they can just keep cranking out what what the hell was that so, sorry bunny is like right next to my microphone and i don't know why he started coughing for some reason he sounded like he was gonna throw up i'm like i, I know. don't know the look on your face was fantastic though it was really good well it's because i'm like sitting here petting him because he's like over here pawing mm. at me and then all of a sudden he's just like <laughs> that's what he thinks about teen wolf I was like, why well, you got to fart in the mic, bro? Like, <laughs> um, all right, so let's start. Let's start low key, and we'll work our way up. Uh, X Men ninety seven gets a release date fall fall twenty twenty three, so we got to wait like another year for that, which sucks. Um, they're doing a F- Spider Man freshman year, which is supposed to be like the the time between or before Civil War when he gets introduced to the MCU, but that's a animated series, but it should have uh, daredevil in it. I believe. Yeah. I like the fact that they're leaning very heavily now into putting Charlie Cox in pretty much anything yeah. they can. I'm, I'm with that also. Uh, what if is getting a second season, which I'm not all that excited for, to be honest, but okay. Um, that's going to be early 2023. And then uh, also from the, what if a, Averse, I guess, is uh, Marvel Zombies is getting its own show, which is going to be 2024. But they said it's supposed to be like TVMA. It is going to be an adult show, which has me more, way more interested in it. If we're being honest, yeah. But uh, yeah, any of those jump? Oh, and the I Am Groot trailer hit. <laughs> what, what were your thoughts on I Am Groot? I mean, it looks cute. Like, it's what it is. It's not going to, I don't think it's going to be, oh, dude, like, I am Groot, WandaVision, like, yeah. Moon Knight, like, Loki. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it, I, I'm sure it's going to be cute. It looks like it's just like a little, whatever, mini series thing, like, of just him kind of doing whatever. So I think it'll just be a fun thing to throw on, but I don't expect to be, like, getting the box of tissues, like, Academy Award winner. Little baby Groot. Mm-hmm. But hey, it's got better animation than half of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. So I mean, that does it does have that going for it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's kind of our our light intro into the Marvel uh, universe here. Let's okay. What what of everything they showed? Or I guess we should start at. Hey guys, I think they heard all of us go. So what the fuck is going on this in this phase four thing, guys? Like, does anyone know what's happening in phase four? Because, like, none of this makes any sense anymore. Uh, because all of a sudden they said, hey, you know what? Phase four is over. 
we got two more things. We got She-Hulk coming out in like a month and then Black Panther's coming out in our Wakanda's Forever is coming out in November. And that's it. Into phase four. Phase four is done. And it was just kind of like it because originally Mania was in phase four, right? And Guardians, yeah. I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, those are no longer phase four things. These are now phase five. And so they announced phase five. And that is, and I'm uh, quoting here, Ant-Man and Wasp, Quantumania, Secret Invasion, Disney+, Plus, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Echo, Disney+, Plus, Loki Season 2, Disney+, Plus, The Marvels, Blade, Ironheart, Disney+, Plus, Agatha, Coven of Chaos, Disney+, Plus, Daredevil Born Again, Disney+, Plus, Captain America, New World Order, and The Thunderbolts. If I did not say Disney+, Plus, that means it is a movie. <sighs> So let me tell you right off the rip, I am fucking ecstatic that Thunderbolts is happening and it is a movie. Like, yes, I want the big, bu- I want the big budget. I want the MCU special effects movie budget for the Thunderbolts. Don't give me this Winter Soldier bullshit. You know, like, <laughs> I don't want the end of WandaVision budget on my Thunderbolts movie. So it was what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, for Thunderbolts, uh, that's the one that I know pretty much every... Because most of those we already knew about for the mm-hmm. most part. And Thunderbolts was like the one that was rumored and that they basically just full out confirmed. And that's the one that I know everyone's excited for. And from what I've heard, there's been a lot of expected. It's basically going to... I'm assuming they're going to kind of do mixed Thunderbolts with like the Dark Avengers like storyline comic wise to kind of come since we don't really have Avengers right now. Like we basically have Avengers disassembled and stuff like that already. So this is kind of like the time before the Avengers come back together to, I imagine it's going to kind of be like civil war two, where it's kind of like an Avengers movie, but it's not. I'm, I don't know, man. You you think the Captain America movie will end up being like a, a big Avengers movie? See, I don't know if the Captain America one is going to necessarily be... I think the Captain America one is going to kind of end with him like mm-hmm. starting to reassemble the Avengers. I assume it's going to kind of be Sam coming into his own. Yeah. And stuff. As like, as Captain, like He's going to face his like first kind of like real big threat as the new Captain America and stuff. And I think it's going to end with him like realizing that the world still needs the Avengers and that as good as he is, like he's not enough on his own. I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious. Well, did, hmm, because it seems to me like you could have enough to do like Captain America and the young Avengers going against the Thunderbolts, you know, like, cause there's enough, there's enough young Avengers that have been seeded out throughout phase four that it, it, I find it curious that they're not doing a Young Avengers. So I feel like all these characters have to go somewhere, right? Like, yeah, I think they definitely set the stage for Young Avengers. Uh, it's just one of those things where I think they're just kind of sitting on that and then will eventually pull the trigger. Like, I wouldn't mm. be surprised if Young Avengers was a Disney Plus show at some point. Like something like that. I could see sure. it in kind of the vein of like what DC tried to do with Titans or something like that. But but I feel yeah. like they've got too many heavy hitters in, in the young Avengers. I mean, I guess not maybe. Cause it's like, you know, Wicked in speed, Scarlet, Witch's kids, 
you've got uh, uh, I'm blanking on his name, but um, the original Super Soldier's uh, grandson. Yeah. Uh, what the hell's his name in the comics? God damn it. Um, anyway, and uh, you've got Kate Bishop. Um, there's I feel like there's one or two others out there, but but I don't um, know. Maybe 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 Sam teams up with like She Hulk and Kate Bishop and you know they oh uh kid kid loki kid loki was another one that's out there and then um, isn't uh like paul rudd's daughter isn't she one too yeah she's supposed to be one too so but i could see maybe you get you know ant-man's daughter kate bishop maybe uh miss marvel miss marvel maybe you know and like kind of teaming up with sam to take down the thunderbolts if the thunderbolts are going off script or something like that interesting Oh, what what I wanted to get your thoughts also about what do you feel about the name change with Agatha Coven of Chaos? It's funny because you know it's still I noticed that too. Instead of it was at House of Harkness, yeah, House of Harkness, yeah, and then now it's Coven of Chaos, which still rhymes. It's still catchy. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't really I guess understand i guess maybe like once we actually have a trailer for it or something like the name change might make a little more sense because i'm also still not really sure i'm assuming it takes place after wandavision it would have to yeah well also the way wandavision ends with them just like leaving her in the town and yeah she's like banished to that town or whatever by wanda memory wiped and all that so you know what? It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So, Justin, what's our biggest complaint when it comes to these Disney Plus shows? That they're only six episodes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So about that, uh, this Daredevil show, Daredevil Born Again, that they announced that's coming uh, with Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio. So Daredevil and Kingpin back again. It is eight. 18 episodes 18 like that now see that almost seems like way too much to me when you're giving me six to eight before right right that does but i also wonder if my thing is i guess it's going to depend on a couple things like, I was very surprised at that number. And that's why I'm like, dude, they're going real heavy with Charlie Cox, like giving him, bringing him back and then doing like an 18 episode thing. My thing is, I don't know if each episode is going to be half an hour. So if it's going to be like the 22 minute runtime instead of like the mm. 45 minute or whatever. Okay. So it might not be as long as the other shows. But it also kind of leads me to believe if they're doing something that long, I'm wondering what all like i feel like they could almost do like multiple like multiple storylines in the sense like do like part one part two part three and it's like a each it's like six episodes being the end storyline and then like a new one and a new one or like if they're bringing in other people they just haven't said it yet or something but like to maybe get uh like kate bishop or someone else like some of these other luke cage maybe Get some of these other people involved. Like that would make sense if there's like more going on than just Daredevil within this Daredevil show to kind of bring yeah. some of these other people. Like if this the- if this winds up being like a defender show, 
like you get Luke Cage, you get Jessica Jones, you know, like you roll all that. And maybe they recast Iron Fist. Fingers crossed. Yeah, um, like you know. a way to bridge them into the actual kind of like MCU. Yeah. That would be cool. He has to defend Punisher in court. <laughs> Moon Knight shows up. You know, yeah. Mr. Knight Something. shows up. Something. It would be interesting. Like, so I'm kind of thinking they have to be doing something crazy for it to be that many episodes. Because, you know, Disney just doesn't hand episodes out to just any right. show. I mean, bro, we were sitting here saying it seems like for the eighth time in a row with Miss Marvel, like that needed two to three more episodes. Like you just rushed it. Like the whole thing got crushed at the end. It's like where, so to see that show only get six and this show get 18, it's like, okay, what are you doing? Like, what, like what's going to happen in this show for 18 episodes? Like, I will say we also got a new trailer for She-Hulk and the new trailer, I think actually sold me, a little bit more than what we've it, seen so far. It, it looked a lot uh, less Princess Fiona-ish. Uh, you know, very very much less shrek than the prior uh, trailer we saw. So they've they've spent some time on the animation. which we, And we said that at the time, though, where it was like that original trailer that leaked was supposed to be for investors. It was never supposed to go public. And then it went public and everyone just started dunking on it left and right because yeah, the animation looked like it was straight out of 2001. Like, what are we doing with our time here? You know, like, and, and yes. So this trailer now, which opens with her training with her cousin, Bruce on how to be a Hulk and all that, which was also really funny. Um, but things like her hair and the muscles and the way they move and everything looked way better, way better. So yeah. And they showed that there's going to be fourth wall breaking, which looks I funny. Thought that was, I, yeah, when, I, when I, she does the daredevil look at the screen thing, and I'm like, oh, wait, what? Yeah, that that's what really kind of sold that. And then, you know, we're also getting, again, Charlie Cox is going to be in this one, too. Mm-hmm. So, Which, I, and I kind of hope they lean into the attorney at law part. You know, like, I, I, I want some, like, courtroom shenanigans. Like, I, I'm expecting some kind of, like, Harvey Birdman, like, mixed with, like, a balance of her training while also that mm-hmm. so kind of, like, the first trailer, we saw a lot of the Ally McBeal kind of side of it, and then this one, we saw a lot more of, like, the actual, like, training, whatever, so I'm assuming it's going to be, that's why it's nine episodes, is because it kind of has that balance of lawyer by day, crime fighter, whatever, and trying to balance both at the same time. Uh, before we dive deeper into phase five, can we talk about the best thing Marvel has released in phase four? The absolute best, unquestioned, from the beginning of phase four, which was what, Black Widow? Up until this weekend, the best thing that they have released throughout phase four has been this teaser trailer for Wakanda Forever. Because holy shit, dude. Like, that, I mean, I had chills watching it. Like, total goosebumps. I was so just, like, just geeking out. What Like, the music? Dude, the music in it is so perfect. You get the Thames cover of Bob Marley bleeding into Kendrick Lamar's All Right at the end. And it was just like, I mean, hand Angela Bassett the goddamn Oscar right now just for the line reading of, like, I'm, I'm the last survivor of my family and you don't think I've given everything. It was just one of those, like, fuck, just, here's your statue. You win. Thank you. <laughs> Like, holy shit. Like, 
I'm so hyped for this movie. So hyped, dude. No, it, it does look really good, and I'm I'm excited. Like there was a lot of speculation before as to who the like villain was going to be for this one, and one of the someone you know said one of the rumors was that it was going to be Namor, and the mm-hmm. fact that we are getting Namor is you know really cool, and the way he looks is very interesting. Like he yeah. doesn't look as clean cut and like very he's very in the comics and stuff he's very like muscular but kind of like crossfit like body like yeah totally crossfit crossfit gym bro type dude yeah yeah where now he kind of has that like jason momoa just kind of like big has the the kind of like piercings like kind of mayan looking Mm -hmm. yeah very aztec looking uh base to it and whoo man like i'm just hype like, I want to know, like, why are they at war with the Wakandans? Like, what's happened? Like, that's kind of where I'm thinking maybe this plot goes a little bit, is, like, someone has set up a war between Wakanda and Atlantis, you know, and, like, is trying to get them to take each other out, perhaps, or something like that. Um, maybe someone named Doom? Maybe? Um, it was Mephesto. Yeah. I'm just, it's my new Mephesto. I'm just projecting now. Um, no, but in the trailer, we get introduced to Ironheart, which is pretty rad. Um, yeah, like a bunch of Atlanteans riding into battle on whales. Like, hell yes, let's do that all day. Um, and also, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but Namor is supposed to be the first mutant, right? Uh, I mean, in the comics, he is like the original mutant. Yeah, so I'm wondering if that's where they're coming in. Apparently, my kid's really excited about that, too. Um, <laughs> so, uh, what the hell is going on? <laughs> um, so, I mean, I, there's a window into the the mutant universe there, if they want to take it. Um, but also, the last shot of this trailer, there's someone in a Black Panther suit. Who do we think that is? Sure. I'm, I'm still thinking it's her because there's also a lot of people initially thought it was going to be uh, the you know the king of the mountains guy, but uh, that, that back, yeah Haku, but that that back shot uh, could not be him. No, no, Imbaku is a lot thicker of a gentleman than that yes. uh, than that shot implies. I mean, it could be a killmonger. That could be Michael B. Jordan, perhaps. You know, like that's been one of the other really big guesses is that it's him. My only thought why it would be Killmonger is he's such a good actor. Now that you sadly don't have Chadwick Boseman in that franchise, he would be that level of an actor to carry a franchise forward, you know? So I could, I could see that in a sense, but but at the same time, that's almost like walking in like Bozeman's so beloved as Black Panther. And like, and, and I mean, the first half of this teaser trailer is essentially you're watching like the Wakanda funeral for, for Black Panther, you know, and, and all that. And so you, we, we don't know how he died in that universe. And I'm sure that'll be explained. Maybe it'll be set up that the Atlanteans did it or something like that. And that's why they're at war. But um, so it'll be, I'm curious to see like, who that is 
You know? Yeah, I'm also kind of wondering whether or not they'll, like you said, whether they'll, I feel like they have to show him dying, like, he can't just die, like, off screen, yeah. but at the same time, it's kind of like what they have kind of been, like, alluding to is that, you know, it's kind of starting with his funeral, so I'm, like, wondering if we will actually see it happen in real time, or if we'll kind of not know what happened, and then it's kind of revealed more towards the end of the movie or something like that, what yeah. actually happened to him. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be hard. Like, it's gonna be hard for them to write around that. So I'm curious, but it's also, dude, that's gonna. I'll, I'll be totally. That's gonna be hard to watch, man. Like, I'm gonna be like, not okay during during those parts. You know, like it's gonna be like, damn, like this sucks, man. Because those Chadwick Boseman was just so goddamn good as Black Panther. Like he was so great in that role. And, and I mean, he just meant so much to so many people in that role. So right, but yeah, I'm I I get this sense that they kind of know what they have with Wakanda Forever, as in probably the best thing they've made since Infinity War. You know, and they're like, okay, let's just end Phase Four on this high note. And everyone's going to be back in because this movie's going to be so good. And then we'll roll into phase five, you know, like then, then we'll let's, let's kick it back with phase five, Ant-Man and Wasp, Quantumania, Kang is here, Jonathan Majors back as Kang and let's do it. And I think, I think that's probably really smart. If it's, if, if I'm guessing like just what their plan is, I think that's super smart in phase four on this high note. Great. You've introduced all the characters. You've got them all in. They're all here. You know, like we've we've spent two years introducing a whole new cast of characters. And I think you can sum it up as, hey, that was the point. That was the point of phase four. Everyone was asking what the point was. That was the point. Here's all these characters. Okay, with Ant-Man and Wasp now, we're actually doing something with them. And I think yeah. that's probably pretty smart. Yeah, because it was one of those things where I know before this, involving Kang like you know they, they hinted at Kang and Loki and then everyone knew Kang was going to be an Ant-Man and the Wasp but no one really knew how big like Kang yeah. was going to like was he just going to be an Ant-Man and then it's done or mm-hmm. was he going to be the next big villain and with this new outline they have made it very clear that he is going to be a Avengers level threat which I like that. Like, I like that. Yes. It should make sense then that, you know, they're setting up for this. They have all these characters. Now the threads have been placed. I was kind of really surprised that I'm assuming because they did phase five and then they showed a couple movies for six, but it's still pretty blank for six. Mm -hmm. And I I was really surprised that, you know, we didn't have like a, I'm assuming Shang-Chi like two has to be somewhere in phase six. Um, Oh, that's another character we didn't mention in the Captain America movie, Shang-Chi. Because, like, Shang-Chi is my pick to be, like, this version's uh, Steve Rogers. Like, I could totally see him being, like, that, like, heart of the team guy. You know? Yeah, the, like, pure of heart. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm just a good guy trying to do good guy stuff. Yeah, just trying to be the superhero dude, you know? Like, no, I don't have a bunch of baggage. I just do show up and kick ass, take names for goodness, you know? Um, But yeah, let's talk about what they showed for Phase 6, which, uh, by the way, 
November 8th, 2024, Fantastic Four. They did not announce any, uh, they did not announce any casting with this or any plot or anything, but they are officially making a Fantastic Four movie and it comes out in two years. So, but then the other things they announced were, uh, Hey, three years from now in 2025, uh, Marvel studios, Avengers, the Kang dynasty, May 2nd, only to follow up with Marvel studios, Avengers secret wars, November 7th. So two Avengers films back to back in 2025. And everyone seems to think this is going to like close it out. This is their infinity war in game back to back to close everything out. Um, what secret war do you think they're going to go with? I doubt they'll do the beyonder eighties version where like we just have the huge battle Royale. That's where Spider-Man gets his symbiote suit and all that, you know? Yeah. Like I, I don't think it's going to be that one. Um, I actually didn't read. I've never read secret war. So I don't, I actually funny enough when they did see, because I was like, I thought they were doing secret invasion, which I mean, they are, but that's like, yeah, they are. And that's like a completely different thing though. So I'm actually not. So if you can enlighten me and those like, what, Uh, what to to be fair, I never read that one either. So uh, (laughs) we got some homework to do, but uh, I read the eighties one because that was the one I was familiar with. But um, I know it was a pretty major storyline for them. So I will do some retcon on that. We will touch base on that next week. We'll get Shannon's thoughts on that too. Um, But circling back to phase five, what other than Thunderbolts really jumped out at you as something like you got to see? So really, I'm really excited for Ant-Man. Like after... I went back not that long ago and rewatched both of the Ant-Man movies and I always loved one and I was never like huge on two. Like I really liked two. My biggest complaint about two was I love the character ghost in the comics and the ghost yeah. that we got and this is not the same person at all. And so that always kind of like, I couldn't let that go. So because of that, I kind of judged the movie harshly, like harshly around that. Mm-hmm. I but really, after, I really liked Ghost in Ant Man and Wasp, though. So after re like after rewatching it this last time and not holding that prejudice like to my heart, I enjoyed the movie a lot more and realized I was like, this is actually a really good movie. Once I'm not just seething because mm-hmm. it's not the character that I wanted. So it makes me really excited for, uh, you know, Quantumania. It's been a minute since we've actually seen, you know, Ant-Man and the Wasp. So it'd be nice to kind of see like what they've kind of been doing this entire time after Endgame, since we haven't really got to see them do much of anything. Um, Well, also my thought with Ant-Man Quantumania is like, remember that last episode of Loki was basically Jonathan majors, just doing a single state single, single stage play for 40 mm-hmm. minutes and like yeah. driving. And it was fascinating. And I loved every second of it. Cause that man can act his ass off. And it's like, I am uh if I just get more of that, I'm super in, but out of this list, the two that 
I have to see, have to, I gotta see Blade. Like, I'm yeah. so hyped for Mahershali's Blade. Do we know, is that going to be rated R or not? I, we don't know yet. We don't. And then uh, the other one is Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Because the Guardians movies are just like my favorite movies. They're so yeah. fun. The Prattness aside, I love <laughs> I lo- I love Rocket. I love Rocket. So I, I regret nothing. Maybe we'll get Cosmo in this one from the game. Because Cosmo's the best boy. Um, did you ever play the Guardians of the Galaxy game? Not yet. Oh, Justin. I know. It was do, on, you, do you know? Yeah, I do know. It was on your guys' <laughs> game of the year. It was my number one. I, I Zach. I Justin. Know. Justin. <laughs> Zach. Justin. <laughs> um, dude, what, what really surprises me, though, is dude, like looking at this list, we have one, two, three, four, six Disney Plus shows. Yeah. In this time, time frame of. Which, you know, Loki, guarantee, probably going to be great. Like, mm-hmm. I have high hopes for Secret Invasion. Besides Daredevil being in Echo, it's like, I don't really give a shit about Yeah, it. Echo's the one I'm kind of like, eh, on. And then, uh, I mean, depending on what we see in Wakanda Forever, Ironheart could be something I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, I also know that notice that uh, Armor Wars is gone. Oh, right. Right. Like, that just kind of disappeared. I don't know if that's something that got bumped back to phase six or if they just silently like left that out and hoping that people forgot about that. I forgot about that. <laughs> See, exactly. <laughs> but now, now I'm looking up uh, the original phase four release schedule because I want to see. Um, what else was on there? Okay. No, no, no. Damn it. Live Googling never works. Because um, for the most part, I don't think it changed too, too much. I know stuff got moved around, but for the most part, like, I don't think anything really changed all that much, except for, like, Blade getting, like, I know Blade was originally, like, TBD or whatever, along with Fantastic Four, and then they kind of just plopped it into. So the original Phase 4 was WandaVision, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Loki, Black Widow, Shang-Chi, What If, Miss Marvel, The Eternal. And I'm doing this in order, by the way. The Eternals, Hawkeye, Spider-Man No Way Home, Doctor Strange, uh, Thor, Love and Thunder, Wakanda Forever, The Marvels, uh, Quantum Mania, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Guardians 3, and Blade. So, Dude, that moved around so much. Yeah. Like, so I all of that got shuffled. Much. All that got shoveled. Guardians, Blade, Quantumania, and the Marvels all got kicked to Phase 5. And, yeah. Woo! All right. Yeah, that's That's a lot more reworking than I initially thought it was going to be. Well, and Ironheart was supposed to be out this... Wait, hold on. Hold on. I think there's more, actually. Yeah, because in Disney+, Plus originally was the... uh, Originally, this year was supposed to be Secret Invasion, Ironheart, Armor Wars, and I Am Groot all this year. And that all got kicked. Well, I Am Groot's still this year. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Oh, you know what else isn't on the schedule anymore? The Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. 
That is true. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if we uh, still see... I mean, I can imagine we'll still probably see that. Because Disney still has their convention, the D23 or whatever thing, too. So they might be Mm -hmm. saving some stuff to show there. And since that's not... The holiday thing wouldn't be coming out for, like, another probably, like, five months. And am I crazy? Or had they talked about doing a Nova show? Um, I looked it up on Wikipedia, and it says that there's supposedly a Nova show in the works. Okay. Um, whether or not that actually ever comes to fruition, I have no idea. Okay. But I know it is something that has been brought up. <sighs> but regardless, man, we're going to have a lot of Marvel stuff. Kind of hyped. Kind of hyped. I know we got She-Hulk next month yep she old next month and then wakanda forever in november and then i'm kind of hoping they don't do a damn thing until february when quantum mania comes out like give everyone a couple months off you know what i mean break just just let everyone take a breather um so i guess any last thoughts i mean the any, any other San Diego stuff that got announced that you uh, want to talk about, or should we move on to what we've been playing? Um, I'm trying to think. I don't think there was really. Oh, what any... about that that Lord of the Rings trailer? <laughs> so funny enough, I actually haven't watched it. Okay. Um, I know Megan hasn't either, which is that's so- shocking. Yes, because she's the literal next to Robbie. Yeah. Like, well, her and Robbie are both the biggest Lord of the Rings fans I've ever met. I mean, this this is a woman who I gave a Lord of the Rings map blanket to for Christmas because she's so down. Like, yes, she has a smog tattoo on her entire thigh. <laughs> so, this is a woman that appreciates her some rings of power. You know what yes. I mean? Yes, and I think the reason I don't, I think she will probably end up watching it, but I just think she didn't want to watch like any trailers. Like, I think she just wants to know basically nothing, like see anything before it's actually out and just watch it as it's coming out. Gotcha. Um, but I know there was also trailers for because they were advertising the crap out of that and uh, the Game of Thrones show. Oh yeah, uh, Targaryen, the House of House of Dragon. I, you know, Game of Thrones is one of those things where, like, I kind of wish I cared because, like, people get so into it, but I just could never be bothered to watch it. I don't know. Oh, dude, you've never watched it? Yeah, I've tried. Live through the rise and fall of Game of Thrones. I've I've tried a few times, and every time I'm just like, eh, I don't know. I bounce off it. Never grabbed me. I did watch the one episode, though, where uh, Daenerys, is she the one that controls the dragons? Mm-hmm. Okay. When she first goes into battle with them, and it's just one of those, like, oh, that's why she's so terrifying. Because there's, like, a thousand soldiers on the ground, and one dragon's just, like, drowning them all in napalm as he flies yeah. over them. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's why she's so terrifying. Got it. And then throwing their baby spears at it, and it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's cute, as he just wipes out 300 people. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's like, ah, ah, I see now. Yes, okay. Um, That's funny. Uh... Okay, well, I guess we can talk a little about what we have been playing. And guys, uh, so I made 
I, I made an executive decision over the weekend. I was looking at it like, hmm, stray, stray costs thirty bucks if I was just to buy it from the PlayStation Store. However, I've got an upgrade option to this free PS or to the PS Plus non-free version that would cost me twelve more dollars through the rest of my year, which ends at the end of September. So why don't I just play $12 and get the PS plus special edition and get stray and then cancel it. Yeah. I think <laughs> I'm going to, I think I'm going to do that. So I did that and downloaded stray and, uh, that's a real cool and real weird game, dude. <laughs> like it's, it's kind of almost point and click adventurous. Um, but you control a cat and so you you're you're on the outside, right? And the game opens and you're playing around with three other cats that are like your little cat family and you're in this like you're in this like culvert thing and you're climbing around on these ruins, running around, scampering around with your friends. And uh this is also the tutorial while you're doing this of like how to move and all that. And then you go to make a jump and you land except the thing you land on breaks and you fall away from your cat family down into these, into the depths. And it's, uh, it's really, it's really heartbreaking. Actually. It's like, from that moment, you're like, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get this cat back to its little cat family, you know? Um, and you wake up in the sewers and there's like these little rodent things that look like, almost look like grubs with like one glowing orange eye and uh, but they're kind of leaving you alone and you wind up going into this like it looks like an abandoned city except you soon find out that it's populated by robots and they've all kind of locked themselves in the city because those little rodent things with glowing eyes are called the Zerk Z-U-R-K and they eat everything they're like a plague. They even eat metal, including the robots. Uh, there's no humans. These robots have been in this city for untold millennia, and they've started to just like emulate humans. And so you're wandering around the city and you end up coming across this little robot called B12 that is helping you. And it like rides around on your back. And it also can like pick up items for you and and stuff like that and, and talk to people. And it hasn't been clear how I'm communicating with it as the cat, but it's like talking to you. You're kind of meowing at it. There's a button on the controller just to meow. Pretty rad. It's pretty rad. Um, And yeah, so it's, it's basically, you're like, you're trying to find a way back to the outside back to the back to your family is that's the whole game. And it's, but it's very much like a, Oh, this guy needs some sheet music, go find some sheet music. And then you pick up some sheet music and give it to him. And he starts playing songs on his guitar. Like this guy needs four notebooks to figure out how to fix his transmitter. So he can try to contact people on the outside. And it's like, you got to find the notebooks and bring them all back. And, you know, it's very point and click adventure in that way. Uh, But the, the thing about the game is, the city is very fun to explore. The movement of the cat is really cool. Like they do, they do the, the thing where it's almost Assassin's Creed ish where 
when you get to an edge, you'll see like an X appear. X is like the jump movement button. You'll see an X appear. So your cat will just like naturally flow up to a ledge or make a jump, or you can hold it down and like chain jumps together. But the effect of that is you wind up with a very naturally moving cat as it goes across. Like these people studied them some cats, you know, like this thing moves perfect. It reacts perfectly to when it gets scared or whatever. Um, It's really, it really pulls you into the game in, in a lot of ways because it feels so natural watching this thing. Like it doesn't, it doesn't move like a video game cat, you know, it's, it's pretty cool in that regard. Um, I'm, I, I gotta be mostly done. I'm like three or four hours in and it feels like the story is wrapping up. So I don't think it's a very long game at all, but it's got a bunch of collectibles that are fun. Um, you can just find random people's laps or, uh, uh, pillows, little nooks and crannies to just curl up and take a nap in. And it's hilarious with like, you curl up and take a nap and your, uh, controller, the speaker in your controller starts purring and like snoring. Um, also when you hit the meow button, the speaker and the controllers where, where the meow comes out of, which is fun. That's great. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's like, it's not that long, but it's really engrossing and it's, it's really fun. And I, I would actually recommend you play it. I bet you and Megan would really like it to be honest. Yeah, no, it's definitely on my list of uh, some like to play before end of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, did, did you play it in front of the kids? Did they yeah. like it? Yeah, they did. Uh, my daughter was way into it. Um, my son didn't really care all that much. He was like, whatever. <laughs> it's like, it's a cat. It's like, we have one, we have cats at home. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I've got one. It's in the garage. What do you want? Yeah. Um, but now well, with him, it's more like these aren't dinosaurs. Who cares? Um, but yes. So, uh, I, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. And you know, I've seen the debate about the shortness of the game, man. I got two kids. I don't have time. Like I don't have time for your Elden ring, 120 hour adventures. Get that, get that mess out of here. Let me, let me play something I can actually beat. You know, like this is fun. I like, I like rolling credits. Rolling credits is good. So yeah, it's like not everything needs to be a 50 hour epic adventure right it can be a five to eight hour experience and be completely fine oh and for the last time uh i'll mention it until game of the year happens uh i beat power wash simulator uh, the the new campaign and man that story goes wild (laughs) like they, they they do some wild shit in that in that game towards the end that's all i'll say i don't want to spoil it for anyone but but yes, there is a story in the campaign of Power Wash Simulator, and yes, it gets, yeah, and yes, it gets buck wild, Robert. Um, but yeah, so that's that's what I've been playing. What do you got, man? So the only thing I got to play this week was I played some uh, Forza Hot Wheels DLC. Oh, tell me about it. tell me about it. I'm excited. It's is fantastic so yeah yeah, so once um you get dlc it's like it's on the map somewhere it's kind of towards like the top like middle-ish towards the top and stuff and there's like a like waypoint thing that you drive to and then when you do it takes you to the hot wheels island and 
you now have like this new menu and you're collecting these um kind of like hot wheel little like token things or whatever and okay. there's different groupings of because at first like they kind of do the tutorial thing where you're driving like an insanely fast car and it's like on the hot wheels tracks and you're going like oh dude this is awesome and then they basically do the thing where they take that away from you and you're like well you can only drive this like uh grade of car and you're kind of having to work your way up to the crazier faster hot wheels cars and so I've unlocked, I'm in the, I think like pro or whatever. So I'm like in the third, cause there's, I think six of them. So I'm about like halfway through unlocking them. And it's like, they, it unlocks different races and stuff and like drift zones and stuff like that. And then of course there's some new like story stuff that unlocks some of the Hot Wheels cars for you. But then there's also challenges for each of them that you have to do and that's where you really earn the bulk of your hot wheels tokens where it's like oh like one of the ones i just did before we got on the podcast was called uh double dragon and Mm. it's because there's a dragon in this uh kind of mountain area and then there's another one in this volcano area and they're like you need a s1 car and you need to start at the first dragon and then within four minutes, get to the other dragon. Uh, and so, okay. yeah, so it's like, cool. So then you're like racing, like racing the clock, basically. Like, and it triggers once you have the S1. It has like little checkpoints where it's like, okay, you have the S1 car. You're at this point now. And then once you start going, that's when it starts counting down and stuff. And you're racing. And with the track, the Hot Wheels tracks themselves are really cool because it has like all the shit you remember as a kid and stuff where there's the points where when you drive through it it gives you like a mega boost in speed there's stuff where you do loop-de-loops and we'll kind of do um i don't know with barrel rolls and stuff where you'll kind of go through and do those uh there's like a lot of ramps and stuff where you'll ramp off and go flying through the air does it Um, say it like a star fox do a barrel roll do a barrel roll um it doesn't but there's also little box, like little box balloon things, like floating and stuff, like around the world. You'll unlock some of them here and there, like when you go to the next section, and uh, you'll get like a thousand. It's almost like the billboards mm-hmm. in a way, where you get like a thousand experience for hitting them. And some of them are in kind of tucked away, like weird places and stuff. That which I think is kind of cool because you're on this like orange track a lot, but you can also there's ways to get off of the tracks. I was going to say, like, you can you can get off the track, like, in three, right? Yeah, and you can get off and go exploring, and that's where, like, some billboards and, like, some of these robots where are kind of tucked away, hidden in the environment and stuff that you kind of have to figure out how to get around there and stuff to get to them, which is really cool. But I like it. The cars have been really fun so far, and it, it's nice. I like it a lot, too, because it gra- – unlocking each of the areas it gradually unlocks stuff on the map okay. which is nice because it doesn't get super cluttered all at once like with the original map like once you unlock the one thing it's like here's everything all at once and then just becomes a cluttered fucking fest of trying to zoom in <laughs> and remove stuff so you can stuff's overlapping each other threefold so you're trying to see where everything is where this is nice because it's giving you stuff gradually i can like gradually go around and do stuff 
before I unlock the next one. So then it's like, okay, cool. Well, all this is already done. So I don't even have to worry about it. And it's not just an entire thing covered with a bunch of icons that I'm trying to dig through. Sweet. So what's your, what's your favorite car so far? Uh, My favorite one that I've unlocked so far, it's this, Oh dude, I don't know what it's called, but it looks like almost like a little, um, Per, like kind of, well i made it purple i don't remember what the original color of it was mm-hmm. but i made mine purple but it almost looks kind of like a little dune buggy and it's not very fast like the speed on it's only a 4.5 but it's off road is really high and it's mm-hmm. launch is a 10 so it's pretty great once you like go through the little speed tunnel things to get it going really fast and then you hit like one of those ramps it gets like mad air which is pretty cool. So I like zipping around in it. So it's a uh, it's what it's made for those fat ramps, is what you're saying. Yeah. Gotcha. Did you see someone added the Power Wash Simulator van into Forza? No. <laughs> you can you can reskin the, one of the vans in the game to look like the Power Wash Simulator one, which I thought was hilarious. God, I love the I love like the fact that there's like a bunch of the free skins and stuff for cars mm-hmm. that. They could nickel and dime you for that shit all day if they wanted to. But the fact that most of that stuff is like free and you can just go onto the thing, download it, add it to your vehicle is fantastic. Well, remember, that's what they wanted to do with the last Forza Motorsport, the the last main like Gran Turismo level one. And then it was so bad with microtransactions when they released it that they were like, oh, wait. Uh, never mind. And then, by the way, here's hori- the next Horizon. Here's Horizon uh, uh, 4. Yeah, that's it. And got rid of all that stuff real quick. That was like that moment when all of that hit. Like, it was like that Star Wars Battlefront game and like Forza, Forza Motorsports. There was like three in a row that all had just, that were lousy with microtransactions. Stuff. Yeah. And it was like when the entire world was just like, yeah, we're not doing that. No, we're good. Thanks. And everyone was like, oh, wait, wait, stop. We pushed too far. We've gone too far. Back up, back up. Um, All right. You play anything else? Unfortunately, no. Because of Comic-Con. I mean, I played a little bit more uh, Neon White and stuff, but I haven't like gotten that much further from where I was. I had the switch for like a four hour car ride, man. Like I did, but we didn't, I ended up, uh, we actually ended up like sitting in the car and like talking and like doing stuff instead of me just sitting in the back seat playing the switch by myself. <laughs> fair. So, fair. <laughs> so I actually didn't play the switch the entire time I was there. Look at you being social. I know. Which is why which is why today, like, people, um, uh, I was in this, like, one Discord chat, and they're like, dude, like, Justin's been adding emojis, but he hasn't really said anything all day. And it's like, dude, I'm so done talking to people. Yeah. <laughs> like, this week, like, I've done nothing but talk to people for four days straight. So I'm like, no, like, I'm good. You're like, you don't understand, man. I've been I've been indoors for the last three years. Like, I don't do this socially, socialization shit anymore. Like, I don't know what the hell y'all do. Like, I was like, I'm burnt out. I was like, I need to recharge. Yeah. Speaking of uh, burning out, did you uh, partake in any 
decent food in San Diego? Because San Diego has banging food down there. Um, I did. We did eat at a couple really good places. Um, we ate at this. Uh, God, what is it? It's a burger place. Mm-hmm. Um, it had. It begins with a D, and it has that that star, the nautical looking star. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like a burger place that begins with a D and has a nautical star in the logo. Great. I'm happy hunting, everyone. <laughs> it's called, uh, why can't I remember what it's called? Um, but it, it's like, we have them here too in Arizona, but I've never been to it. Um, yeah, the, the name is absolutely escaping me, but it, it's it was really good. The onion rings were fantastic. Uh, the burger, though, by the time I actually got to eat it, the bottom bun, because it had uh, tomatoes and lettuce and whatever on it, was completely, like, destroyed. But it was a, fa- it was a fatty burger, though. Like, it was, like, huge. It, like, it was one of those where I had to, like, compress it as much as i could to try and like fit it entirely into my mouth Mm -hmm. that's a good that's a good burger that's a good burger for sure yeah but we ate there and then we ate at uh more from recent i'm trying to pull up my recent history see uh los ponchos tacos and that place was really good Uh, what's your go-to at a new taqueria like what do you what's your go-to to try um so like normally like i'm a huge bean and cheese burrito guy and stuff but at this place i got the they had a like creamy like kind of avocado mm-hmm. um burrito and i got carne asada in it and their carne asada was delicious and they had like melted cheese and avocado sour cream uh rice in it and it came with a side of like bean and cheese and then also rice so it was like that and they also gave us little cups of this like bean soup and that was really good i'm Uh, proud of you for not going with the whitest order that you could (laughs) thank you for not eating like a five-year-old while you were at i I just i like bean and cheese burritos all right that's Uh that's, (laughs) i'm sure you do Come on, man. <laughs> but no. Uh, but I'm not, not, not going to play the how old are you card. Like, we're yeah. not doing that. Yeah. Bean but, cheese. Nobody. Come on. Jeez. They're good. I like I, bean and cheese. They're a great snack. That's not what you get. You get one to go, like, for later. You don't sit there, like, yeah. Oh, you're known for your carne asada? Rad. Uh, refried beans and cheese, please. Thank you. But see, yeah, I didn't do that at this place. Like, Filiberto's, I'll get my bean and cheese burrito. At this nice taqueria place that I've never been to, I actually wanted to try something else. Yeah, like, I'm not talking about, like, the taqueria that's down the street from you that you go to, like, you know, five times a month. Like, that's, like, sure, whatever. I'm talking about, like, you're in a new town. You want to you wanna try expanding your horizons a little bit, you know. Like, yeah. you know, well, yeah, that's, that's like the taco place that we go to the AZ Taco King. They have like amazing burrito tacos. Oh, yeah. Now you're talking my language. Yes. 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 And they are messy and delicious and they have the best refried beans and they give you like the little sauce to dip in and stuff too. Mm-hmm. So good. 
you get three of those and you are out. Oh yeah, that's that's a that's a food coma waiting to happen, right? Exactly. There. Yeah, I made the mistake of doing. I did a. I asked them because they do burritos and stuff too, and I asked them to do a bean and cheese burrito, but with the burrito in it. And they were like, "Oh, do you want like a normal size or a king size?" And I said normal. And what they brought me out, I do not believe was normal. It was like <laughs> about, it was like about the size of my switch, oh, and I was like, uh, and it was like as thick as about two switches stacked on top of each other. And you cut it open, and it was just meat, bean, and cheese. And I got through about half of it, and I was just like, I can't, like I can't anymore. It was so much meat and oh, bean man. and cheese. That's great. Oh, that's so good. Um, well, I guess maybe we should wrap it because I don't, I don't think we've got any sirens this week. Yeah, yeah. I did not get to watch the yeah. newest episode of The Old Man, so we'll do a. Uh, I think it wraps this week, right? I think so. Maybe, so. Yeah, so maybe we'll do a uh, a catch up for The Old Man spoiler week next week. Um, anything else we should jump in here before we? Before we duck out, not that not that I can think of. All right, all right. Well, apparently, we've covered everything. So. <laughs> yeah, yes, okay. We're 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 on it. We rule. Um, and uh, oh, hey, real quick, it was a week, one year anniversary of you and Megan coming to visit us in California. It and was. I can't believe like it was one of those things where it's like, I can believe that it's been a year, but at the same time, I can't believe it had only been a year. It made me so happy to see those pictures. And then so sad that, that we haven't been able to do it again since. So I know I I'm sad that Shannon's not on here, but that is one of the things is Megan's been telling me because I do want to talk to you about, because you know, we are, hopefully planning on coming out and seeing you guys soon. I want to work together with, cause I know you just started a new job mm-hmm. and work with, and I know Shannon's work life balance is crazy at times. And stuff. Yeah. so I do want to talk to you guys about when a good time in October or something would be good to come out and see you guys. Sweet, sweet. We will compare notes offline. We don't need right. that on the show. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, Justin, why don't you land this plane? You know what, guys? (laughs) Thank you, guys. Episode 201. Thank you for listening to another episode of the That Pixel Life podcast. And, uh, you know, why don't you head on over to the Discord? I I took some pictures of my trip to Comic-Con. I I didn't post all of them, but I posted a a good amount of stuff in the Discord from uh, uh, cool stuff that we saw. Some cool sideshow little one six scale replica action figure stuff. Zach's son went ballistic for the uh, Jurassic oh, yeah. Park ones that I took. Uh, it, it was told me, you know, $1,500 could be yours for the giant Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh, man. I think it was cool, though. One twelfth scale. I think it was massive and rad. Dude, yeah, no, it was funny. When I showed it to Megan, she was like, dude, so did they have anything for sale? I'm like, yeah, not at that price. Like, yeah. I love you, but I'm not bringing home. Uh, I was like, they had smaller ones, but they were also still in the like seven hundred, eight hundred dollar like range for these hyper realistic dinosaur mm. thing, which uh, would be devastating if somehow I bought that and it like broke on the way home or something. You're like, I'm, like, I'm not buying a new cars worth of dinosaur figures. Yeah. We're not doing that. <laughs> 
but you know and you know while you guys are at it why don't you head on over to spotify give give your boys a review let us know how we're doing and uh zach if uh robbie was here what do you think robbie would say robbie would say hey guys go be great and shazam Shazam. <laughs> that was my shannon impersonation 